Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Asking for a Friend, where we tackle your biggest questions and deep dive into the experiences we're going through in our own lives. Today, we are answering a question that has been talked about a lot lately on social media. Thank you, Miley. How to date yourself, because as we go into love month, it's super important to remember that we need to love ourselves first. And I think that we often forget that, especially as women. And luckily for us, Jill has been on a bit of a self-love journey for a while now, and she's all about championing this topic. So you are the perfect one to talk about this. And I'm excited. That is like a really nice PC code way of saying, Jill's been single as fuck and (laughs) learning how to deal with her. Jill is super single. So Jill has to love herself or no one else will. So this was born out of the fire and brimstone of necessity. (laughs) No, but I think this is key. This is going to be really helpful for even me, who has been in a long-term relationship for eternity. Gabe hates when I say that. But we forget. (laughs) We forget how to date ourselves because we're so focused on finding the other person. And I think this is coming at a really good time. So I am stoked. I agree. And we've been talking about doing this way before Miley actually released her song, Flowers. Her hit song, Flowers, which we love. And now... I feel like a little movement has erupted of everyone on social showing how they're loving themselves and like treating themselves and like how they don't need anyone to do it for them. And so I really love that. And you are totally right. This is for single people and people in relationships, people, honestly, especially who are living with their partners. Yeah. Because we all need to remember that we should go fucking do something by ourselves and romance ourselves and not always expect that to come from other people and not wait around for it to come from other people. If I'm an expert in anything, it is truly on like being alone. <laughs> truly. <laughs> because this is, I'm on year eight or nine even. No, it might be eight of living by myself and I've gotten really good at being on my own but I also feel like it started to kind of feel like a prison sentence like it kind Mm. of started over the past I don't know ever since the pandemic lifted and I felt like I just wanted to like get back out there to real normal life but like life didn't go back to normal and I'm home a lot more than I ever was on my own everyone's remote it's just the world changed and all of a sudden I felt like I was doing time and like waiting Hmm. for my life to start and like waiting to enjoy my free time again and just kind of being stuck on my own all the time and so while I was really really good at being on my own and living on my own and giving myself the love that I need now that I'm single and spending more time alone than I ever have I'm like trying to reignite that fire of like reclaiming my alone time and romancing it and giving myself the love that I want and not just kind of putting band-aids on it but really like deep diving into what do I need to be happy with just me because I'm enough I'm enough for me I just need to like absolutely reignite that and I love what you were saying about how we all were just kind of waiting for our life to begin after the pandemic and I think that that's Mm -hmm. so true and even to your point if you're coupled up or not you're probably also sort of feeling that so I think this is going to be a great episode for anyone who's just looking to enjoy spending time with yourself again and like getting to know yourself again and like that is I'm looking for that man I haven't lived alone or been on my own really ever so I'm what I'm hoping to take away from this is like really tactical ways that I can 
start prioritizing myself, love spending alone time with myself. If you're like me, you're trying to take this copious amount of time that you might spend with yourself and not having a partner and like turning it into something meaningful. And if you're someone like Kaylin mm-hmm. right now, like a parent living with someone, all of these things that you have going on, it's like, oh my God, I just want some fucking alone time. But then I feel like I've seen when you do get some alone time and when Gabe is traveling, sometimes it's just like, holy fuck, what do I do? What do I do? Because yeah, it's like, literally, we yeah. have, <laughs> you haven't even been given the space or like a minute to breathe and even figure out how do I make the most of this and like actually enjoy it? Most of my girlfriends, when their partners leave and they're like alone for a week and they're like, I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. And I'm just like, guys, this is a treat if you can like claim this time and like make it really intentional and fucking romance yourself. Fuck yeah, man. Okay, let's start at the beginning. So we are often so, so, so focused on finding the one that we forget about the most important one, ourselves. So what does the concept of dating yourself mean to you? True. Yeah, it is like very loosely thrown around and everyone's like, romance your life. But like, what does that what mean is it? in yeah. a non-capitalist way also? <laughs> Where like, True. it's not just about like buying nice we things on a for budget. yourself. <laughs> we, yeah, especially <laughs> if you're on a budget. I mean, like deep down, dating yourself to me really means like treating yourself like you would a romantic partner or giving yourself the things that you would want from a romantic partner and no longer waiting for a partner Ooh. to fulfill you and do those things with you. You're not putting your life on hold waiting for romance or even if you do have a partner you're not waiting for them to complete all of those needs within you you're able to give it to yourself yes it's almost like you're able to like self-regulate yourself and self-soothe yourself but do it in a way that's that can be really special and that can be romantic but really a big part of it is not waiting around for the things to happen in your life that you want I think that's the most important thing for me Because I feel like I've just been stuck in a state of waiting for so fucking long, whether it's waiting for the right relationship, waiting for the person that I'm going to start a life with, waiting for my like forever home, waiting for the pandemic to stop so I can like start finding (laughs) those things. Like it just feels like so much waiting and I'm sick of waiting because I can give myself, everyone is capable of giving themselves happiness and I need to work on that and not just kind of like rely on this crutch of like oh well I'll be happy when this happens or like I will I will love my weekends and my free time when I have someone to share it with and it's like that phrase like no one's coming to save you I know it sounds Mm. pessimistic and scary but I don't see it that way at all I think it's like we have to be able to give these things to ourselves and save ourselves and then you can surround yourself with people that you want to share things with but not that you need to you know yeah well, people, and this is so annoying, and you're, I hope, hopefully people aren't like, fuck you, Kalen. But a lot of the times, <laughs> these good things that happen in your life happen when you either least expect it or because you're not forcing it. You're living in the present moment, you're living your life, and then that's usually when like the good vibes and the good energy comes in. So what has your journey been to prioritizing dating yourself? It's kind of like that phrase, I think it's from a book, single on purpose, where I feel like before... I just felt stuck and I felt like I don't know what to do to change things. I don't know where what to do to be happy and to have like the love that I want. And I think it's because I didn't have that for myself and I wasn't putting mm. in the work to make myself happy. I'm just on this mission to like really learn to love myself and to enjoy my own company before I seriously enter back into into the dating game because I don't want to reek of desperation and be just like trying to Mm -hmm. fill a void I want to be there because I'm like man I love my life and I feel solid on my own I love who I am so if I 
bring someone along for the journey, it's additive. Yeah. It's not like I need another half. No, no. I got the whole. You're just going to be like a fucking cherry on top. Think about how sexy that is to somebody else to see yeah, you in yeah. that state that's that's what's attractive to me in a guy someone who's really secure and confident yeah. but not an asshole you know what I mean like they're just really good with themselves that's an attractive quality there's a power to like not needing someone but wanting them I just think if I'm solid in who I am and I'm able to give myself romance and love then I'm not going to disappear into someone else when I meet them and like lose myself and I'm not going to use someone else as like a band-aid for my own unhappiness because right now I have been in a state of like a bit of discomfort with how much time I am alone and with like how my life and my progress isn't moving as fast as I want it to and I'm a bit uncomfortable with it and on like a lonely Friday night if I just fucking downloaded an app and went out on a date I could put a band-aid on that feeling Mm. and I could like have a hit of that and there's nothing wrong with doing that Mm -hmm. but for me right now with where I'm at in my life it's much more productive to figure out how to not have that depressed Friday night to start with I don't know partners man partners may stay or go the the reality obviously like we don't want our partners to go but like partners can stay and go (laughs) but your ability to love yourself and enjoy the time you spend with yourself that is something you can take with you until the day that you die it cannot be taken away from you so learning that young is so key and to your point it's probably going to make when you are or whoever is ready to go on that search and go on the apps or go meet someone, it's going to make that process so much easier because you're going to know exactly what it is you're looking for. And you Mm -hmm. can spot those red flags in people instantly. Because you've been giving it to yourself. Yeah. And I think also, too, if you don't know those things about yourself, that's when you end up getting lost when you do find someone and you just morph into whatever their interests are and what their friends are doing. And then, you know, then your friends are like, hey, we don't see you much anymore. Like you've changed because you don't have that sense of self, really. Back when Tumblr was a thing, my favorite Tumblr Tumblr? page (laughs) was this account called Advice for All My Children. And I don't know if you ever followed them. Oh, I remember that. Yes. I was obsessed with this account. And one of my favorite quotes by this person is my favorite quote to date. And it's, we attract what we radiate. And I Mm -hmm. believe that so much. So going back to what you're saying, if you're radiating like confidence, you're self-assured and you know what you like and you know what you want, like that's just going to attract those qualities into your life and the kind of person that's looking for that too. This is kind mm. of frou-frou, but that's what I believe. No, but it's not. If you broke it down into like a neuroscience approach, it's really like how you're framing things in your life and like how you reframe situations. So something as a person who has lived on their own for a long time and is single and whose friends have moved away Sorry. is <laughs> is dealing with loneliness. And I think a lot of what we're talking about today stems back to we don't learn how to deal with loneliness so times too much time spent alone equates to like depression sadness isolation Mm. all of these things and Mm -hmm. I deal with this and fight this all the time I do not have it figured out but I'm trying to slowly chip away at that by like reframing those moments when it starts to hit me it is like a Saturday and I have no plans and nothing to do and I'm not willing to like throw myself out there into the world yet because I want to be happy on my own but I'm also not right now in this moment happy on my own and so then I try to reframe it and I'm like I'm not staying in by myself tonight because I have no other options I am choosing to stay in by myself tonight because I'm going to meal prep I'm going to listen to this podcast that I've been dying to listen to that's like two hours long and I had no other time to listen I'm going to call a friend I'm going to purge my fucking wardrobe that I've been wanting to purge for a long time and then I'm going to have like a nice bubble bath
Okay, so this is a perfect segue because I wanted to know what some of your favorite ways to romance yourself are. Like, what are the activities mm. that you do when you're feeling like dating yourself? Well, just listen back to the How to Orgasm episode. And- <laughs> no, I was kidding. waiting for that. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, just start by making a bucket list of shit that you have always wanted to do and stop saving it for other people. That has been Ooh. so crucial for me. Obviously, as you all know, I do a lot of solo traveling solo dinners out and like sitting at the bar and talking to other people or just talking to the bartenders there's nothing wrong with doing that that would be a treat it's honestly so nice if you're if you're really uncomfortable bring headphones like bring airpods and listen to a podcast or honestly chat up the people that work there when you eat at the bar people that work there are basically obligated to speak to you when you do that (laughs) concerts i've done a few concerts on my own went to gaga on my own and lost it it was an incredible night it was so fucking empowering it was right before i bought my my place on my own like the day before and i'm like i am buying a condo on my own i am going to lady gaga on my own i am an independent woman it was great and there's like fun classes that you can go to or like clubs that you can join like i want to do this pasta cooking pasta making class in toronto that looks really really cool and you just show up on your own and then there's so many other people there that you can make friends with i went to a poetry slam at a bar last weekend by myself and that was great because what was the other option waiting for someone who has shared interests probably not going to happen i'm cool with doing this on my own and making it a really nice night with just me the point of the big solo dates i think is just like getting out there and doing the things that you've been wanting to do even if other people aren't available for whatever reasons or if you're like parenting and there's something you really are dying like if the musician that you specifically kaylin loves so much is in town and you guys can't have a babysitter gabe can stay home with the baby and you take yourself out that night and then gabe gets a turn next time to go take himself out to do something like I should have done that when Lizzo was here. I couldn't drag him to Lizzo. He's like, I'm so sorry. I can't. And I was like, okay, no problem. (laughs) Dude, you would have had the best time on your own. You don't need to do everything together. Relationships are like really strong when you experience things on your own and then can come back and share them with each other. Well, I just had my first solo trip without him in like years this past weekend. And it was so good for both of us. It was good for him because he got to spend alone time with Mia. And it was good for me because I got to see my friends and just do things on my own schedule so I got a little taste of it which was nice but there's lots of ways that you can romance yourself on like a day-to-day small scale and those are arguably more important because it's like how you spend every morning and every night and every coffee break like those are the things that make your life that's what a lifetime is built of honestly I've pretty much spent my whole life planning happiness and special things around sharing it with other people like it's that quote Mm. from into the wild happiness is only real when shared I have operated that way for so long which is ironic because I've been alone for so much of my life it feels like and so I would only make my house nice if people were coming over I still do that like why why aren't I worthy of a nice clean house that's beautifully decorated like I'm officially entering the era where I will be buying myself flowers just spruce up my place Fuck because yeah. I deserve it and I'm going to make myself fancy meals. I have been doing that. I'm going to burn my bougiest candle for me. Yes. And other ways of like kind of adding a bit of self-romance into your days can be I've been committing in the new year to like practicing gratitude every morning because it's such I just can't commit to like a 15 minute meditation a day. I'm not structured enough and I know I'm going to (laughs) fail. Like I will set myself up for fail. It's not going to happen. But I have truly been able to stick to every day 
waking up and saying three things I'm grateful for and it just makes me less negative in the mornings because I really hate mornings and I'm Mm. usually grumpy when I wake up and so it's been like a nice little reframe of being like I am grateful for my cat that is sleeping on my chest and purring right now and so like that's nice but now I'm trying to make one of them every day something I'm grateful about myself so like I can be grateful for my family my work opportunities my home all of that but I also need to start identifying things I like about me because Mm -hmm. that's what I would want a partner to do I'd want a partner to be telling me what they like about me and so if I don't have that I have to tell me that okay I know a lot of people say gratitude practice gratitude practice but there's a reason behind it like it shifts your mind it pulls you out of whatever darkness you're feeling in that moment and it, it helps you remember what's actually important and what you have and there's there is always something to be grateful for and just like romanticizing shit like working from home and like not going into an office I've been really mm. struggling with like not having co-workers and like being freelance and just never having human contact so I've been doing what I would do if I'm traveling which is going to all these really cool sexy places around the cities like nice new hotels and like working in the lobby and like I took you to one recently yeah you to did the, to the W yeah. and I've been trying to like pick a different place every week to work out of so that it's exciting I get autonomy to work from wherever I want how lucky am I we are getting in our own way. Why the fuck would I stay home 24-7? I can literally work from anywhere that, where there's Wi-Fi. Yeah, me too. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Let's go. Imagine if you took yourself once a week on a date to work somewhere inspiring and cool that you've never been. You would be traveling your city, treating yep. yourself, having a date, and getting your work done. And probably more productive because you're out of your, out of your regular yeah. routine. You can't like stop and do your nails or like clean the carpet. Like you're stuck. Do you have I to feel like, personally attacked it? by this? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't um, know that. <laughs> so in conclusion, really my favorite way to like figure out how to romance myself is asking myself. So let's take this past weekend, for example, like asking myself, what would I do right now if I had a partner? Would I have sex? Okay, cool. Let's Done. do it <laughs> with, with yourself. Would I be going outside for like a nice coffee or a brunch? Great. So I did that. Went out, took myself on a coffee date. Did some work in a coffee shop on a Sunday. Did some writing. Would I go for a nice long walk because the sun just came out? So I did a nice long walk. Like give yourself what you would want to be doing with another person. You don't have to wait. I'll tell you from my perspective, even when you do have the partner, there's still going to be things that you're like, oh, I'll just wait for Gabe to do this with me. But no, do it for yourself. Okay, I had one last question. I feel like dating yourself is so much more than like self-care and doing like actual Mm. activities and, you know, spending time with yourself. It's also about like deep work. I'm using quotations, like really getting Mm. to know yourself. What are some ways that people can start doing that sort of deep inner work to figure out who they are, what they like and what they don't like? I think you can start. This is like, this is a bit of a doozy, but like you can start by asking yourself like, do I like who I am? Do I like who the person Ooh, I'm being? Shit. Because like, <laughs> maybe you don't. I know, or maybe you do. But sometimes I treat myself the worst. So who are you when nobody's looking? Like yeah. that's really what it comes down to. And I'm sick of like saving the good bits of my life for someone else. I want to be so proud of who I am when I'm alone with myself. I'm going to be like, no, no, I don't change whether someone's staying over and sleeping with me or whether I'm by myself or whether I'm in a relationship or whether I'm alone I am consistently good to myself and am I giving myself what I would expect a partner to give me am I am I treating myself the way Mm. I would treat a partner would I want to date me the way I'm treating myself right now and like that's why I'm not dating anyone because the answer is no I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't I'm not I haven't been proud of how I've been with myself and so like until I am 
I don't want to bring in someone new to the equation. I think that the deep work starts with that. And then from there, some like lighter stuff that you can do. We've talked about this before in in previous episodes. Um, And Coach Carrie posted about this, but figure out what your own love language is and give it to Mm -hmm. yourself. And that is such an easy way to change your life and change how you treat yourself. You know, I really appreciate it. It wasn't even my love language, but my, my ex really taught me how loving acts of services can be I didn't know I wanted them and he did so much for me and now I'm like well fuck nothing gets done around here like who's (laughs) gonna get shit done so like maybe I need to treat myself to a cleaner you know and not feel guilty about that if I need touch I treat myself to a massage or I learn self-touch or I don't be afraid to ask a friend that I love and be like hey I could like really use a shoulder rub and I haven't been touched in a thousand nights please like Kaylin and I gave each other probably a four minute long hug and it was one of (laughs) the most amounts of joy I have felt in a long time so identifying like what your love languages are and how you can how you can give it to yourself and introduce that more into your life that is the best damn way to romance yourself and to know yourself I love that if you don't know your love languages we have an episode on that but it is we do that is a hot 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 tip and I mean you've been doing a lot too like you've been diving into like (laughs) old journals and like telling me about them and like really figuring out like kind of how you've arrived at who you are today what parts of those are good and what parts of those do you want to like examine and I think that's so important and like I don't know maybe that will shape how you show up for yourself and in relationships too a hundred percent I mean I'm doing I'm going as deep as you can fucking go I'm going to the deep depths of my journals from like grade six (laughs) to grade 12 like we are the archives we are in the archives it's hard because like I've been with Gabe since I was 19 so I never really had the like I feel like this stuff that we're talking about was never really a thing when we were in university I didn't have like the self-awareness to like take a step back and be like who am I you know and like do all that work but now that I'm older and wiser I'm like yeah reading these journals and figuring out what my little t traumas were back in the day that's shaped me into the person that I am right now so that I can you know self-correct some things that I'm seeing myself do in my relationship with Gabe the way I talk Mm. to myself and eventually the way I'm going to parent Mia. But I feel like... And the way you talk to yourself, that's a big one. That's at the root of really how you can be good to yourself. Well, the beauty of this deep work is I'm looking back at all the things that I did when I was younger that I used to look on with like such shame and regret and I see it with empathy and I just want to give 17 year old Kaylin the world's biggest hug I I think I told you that the other day she didn't know any better you know like we're all just trying our best so you were doing the best with what you had literally literally so so if you want to go really deep you can like look back at old journals or I've even I've been asking like old childhood friends hey what was I like back because my memory is shit I'm like what was I like in high school and like why did I do these things and they just have such a better perspective and an explanation like a 360 review of like your literally <laughs> I literally I saw one of my old friends past weekend and the second I saw her I was like okay listen I'm doing some work and I need some help I've got some gaps I need you to fill in why did I do this <laughs> this and this back in the day and she was like oh my god I love this so Kayla takes can- out a recorder is like please speak into the mic <laughs> like here's my trauma can you explain this um, I love that for you guys I'm oh really fun at parties so <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing <laughs> But that's so valuable because I feel like like from the outside looking in, what you took away from that that you can now apply to yourself, to romancing to yourself, to treating yourself better is self-compassion. There's so much here that you can take away. And like if you're like me and you just weren't giving yourself a lot of a lot of like self-care and like the special day-to-day moments that you deserve, then maybe that's all you need. But it goes a lot deeper than like 
buy a fucking face mask and like have a bath. It all begins with how much you can love yourself and do the work to like figure out what you need to be happy. Well, this was really helpful. It's helpful for me. And I'm sure this is helpful for a lot of people. So thank you very much for sharing your expertise in these years. It was not all lost. I feel like you've probably grown as a human doing all this deep work on your own. So it's amazing. I 17-year-old Jillian would be extremely proud of you right now. Thanks, man. It is love month. You deserve love. You deserve romance. Go give it to your damn self. And don't be afraid to ask for and give yourself what you need. You deserve it. I've honestly, truly, I'm really excited. I feel like I'm going to be going to Lizzo next time she's in town by myself. It's going to be glorious. And I hope everybody else goes out and dates themselves after this episode. And if you need some inspo, you just fucking throw in your AirPods, go for a walk, blast some Miley flowers. And remember that you can buy yourself flowers. You Mm -hmm. can write your name in the sand. You Mm -hmm. can take yourself dancing and you can hold your own hand. If you guys have any burning questions for us and you want to get us in the hot seat, DM us or email us your questions at contact at teachmehowtoadult.ca and we will dive into them in an upcoming Asking for a Friend. Make sure that you're following us at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast on Instagram. And if you love what you heard today, we would love it if you would leave a review. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.